This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and welcome. It's Vancouver Consumer. It seems like we're in a period of transition in all aspects of the economy, from interest rates to the stock market. But what about the real estate market? In just a moment, we'll be checking in with John Carlson of 2% Realty. You know him as Johnny SmartPoint, johnnysmartpoint.com on the net. He'll fill us in on what direction the real estate market is taking. Uh, That's coming up. But first, some of the consumer news headlines from the past week. After a two-year wait, thanks to COVID, Amtrak passenger trains will be rolling into Vancouver from the U.S. once again. Starting September 26th, Amtrak says the first Cascades train heading to Vancouver will leave Seattle at 7.45 in the morning, and then will stop at five cities along the way, and then finally show up here in Vancouver at the Central Pacific Central Station on Main and Terminal at 11.45 a.m. The first train heading southbound back to Seattle will leave Vancouver at 5.45 p.m. and arrive just after 10 p.m. That single round trip will happen with Amtrak every day with a second trip being planned for sometime in the near future. Uh, Amtrak says to remember, if you're taking the train into the States, you still have to be fully vaccinated. And when you come back to Canada, you have to use the Arrive Can app. And many of us here in the province will soon be able to start getting the newly approved Moderna SpikeVax bivalent vaccine. That's the one that will also target the newer Omicron variant, the one that everybody seems to be getting. In a statement this past Thursday morning, BC Health Minister Adrian Dix, Provincial Health Officer Dr. Bonnie Henry, said they anticipate delivery of the Omicron-specific vaccine doses to come in over the next several weeks. The statement says most people should be able to get one by September or October. As usual, you'll get the vaccine at a health authority clinic or a pharmacy. The province will tell us more about the rollout on Tuesday. Health Canada announced earlier on Thursday that it had approved Moderna's bivalent shot. For anyone 18 or over, Pfizer's version still under review, and Moderna has said it will supply Canada with 12 million doses. And for the first time ever, Whistler's Four Season Resort, Four Seasons, I guess I should say, Four Seasons Resort has been voted North America's leading resort in the 29th World Travel Awards. Uh, The Four Seasons in Whistler outperformed other American-based nominees such as Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, the Four Seasons Resort Lanai in Hawaii, the Ritz-Carlton in Santa Barbara, and the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin in Florida. That's just to name a few. Those places all sound pretty good. This year, five out of the eight leading hotel and resort awards in the 2022 World Travel Awards went to those in British Columbia, uh, in Canada anyway. The Brentwood Bay Resort was honored as Canada's leading resort. The Clackwatt Wilderness Resort on Vancouver Island won Canada's leading wilderness resort uh, award. And today might be a good day to go see a movie. Today is National Cinema Day. Over 3,000 participating movie theaters across North America will be offering movie theater tickets for only three bucks. A bunch of lower mainland theaters are offering that deal. I mean, when's the last time you spent three bucks to see a movie? The theaters here in the lower mainland include all Cineplex locations, the landmark cinemas in New West and Surrey, 
Guilford, uh, and the Dunbar Theater in Vancouver, and the Hollywood Cinema Caprice. That's on King George Boulevard in Surrey. And there's a few others as well. This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. And coming up, we're going to talk real estate with John Carlson of 2% Realty, johnnysmartpoint.com. I'm Martin Strong. Vancouver Consumer continues on CKNW right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong. And the Real Estate Board of Greater Vancouver says last month's home sales plunged roughly 40% since August of last year, 2021. But we're almost unchanged from this past July. The board says for the month, uh, it amounted to 3,152 and it came amid a quieter summer season marked by reduced buying and reduced listing activity. So is this just a summer lull? Is it a harbinger of things to come or is it just a sort of a normal normalizing of the market to help us with that is our man in the field. He's out there every day, having been in the real estate game for over 25 years, having sold more than a thousand properties throughout the lower mainland. You know him as Johnny Smart Point, and that's where you can find him online. JohnnySmartPoint.com. John Carlson is with us. Hi, John. How are you? Hi, Martin. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back. Great. How's your how's your summer been going? Well, you know, it's been great. The after a slow start, we're we got some great weather, and uh, truth be told, I ended up taking you know most of the month of August off, certainly the second half, and uh, I'll be back at work full time September sixth. But it just seemed like the vibe out there in the real estate market that was not much was happening, and I didn't anticipate a whole lot was going to happen with um, you know the weather being good and. And uh, people, um, you know, the market's slowing down due to interest rates. And I think, you know, with COVID kind of finally or sort of getting out of the way, people are taking opportunities to go out with the family and, you know, concerts and maybe getaways. And I think that that was something I wanted to do as well. So for the month of August, I made a calculated decision that not much was going to happen. My listing inventory was right down and I took some time off. So I'll be back at work September 6th. And uh, right now I'm just feeling very energized and feeling great with all this, uh, all these good summer vibes out there. I hope they last a little longer. Yeah, I I think you're not alone there. I think a lot of people are, you know, these last few weeks of August going into September, I think a lot of people, they're just kind of on hold and they're just waiting for after Labor Day. And uh, I don't know about you, but I get kind of excited around Labor Day. I get excited for the, the weather changing and kind of, I don't know, getting down to business again, being a little busier and more focused on work, which sounds horrible as I say it out <laughs> loud, but, but I'm kind, I do, I get excited in September and it's probably very similar for the real estate market. Oh yeah, you nailed it. I mean, uh, in this business, typically we, we've got the spring market uh, with typically a little bit of a lull for summer when people have holidays and that sort of thing. And then the urgency seems to come back in, to some degree in, in September. So the fall market is the next big market of the year, September, October, November, And I think that, you know, we're going to see a bit of a resurgence in terms of people re-entering the market with new listings uh, after this Labor Day weekend. And and the buyers that are out there, although they may not have the same sense of urgency that they they had in in years past in September uh, because of higher interest rates and just the overall feeling that the market is, is no longer pointing upward. 
Um, you know, I think that these people will not have as much urgency, but the buyers are out there. And I think that if you're a seller on the market, you want to recognize that buyers are going to be, a, I think they're going to be cherry pickers to some degree. They're looking for good value propositions. They're looking for good properties. And let's face it, buyers will have more choice uh, September, October, November than they have in the last few years in terms of available properties. And they'll have less pressure to act quickly. And they'll have a little bit, well, a fair bit more negotiating power uh, than they did before. So I'm looking forward to this market. Every market is a little bit different. And, and this one is probably the biggest change I've seen in the last few years in terms of, um, you know, the, the fizz coming off. But uh, I will remind the listeners that we're still in Greater Vancouver in the Fraser Valley, which is a highly desirable place to own property. And, uh, you know, we still have limited supply, you know, back when demand was super high, we couldn't keep up with it. Well, now demand is diminished for the reasons we've talked about many times. But we still have, uh, you know, a good scenario where the market will continue to function. Buyers will continue to buy properties, but sellers have to now suddenly uh, be a lot more careful about how they position a home and how they price it and how they compete with the other available properties. So again, long answer to a short question. I think this September things are going to pick up again and we're going to have three good months of real estate before December kicks in. Right. And as, uh, you know, things get a little different, uh, maybe a little trickier, you want somebody on your side who knows every type of market, who's been in the real estate game for a long time, like John Carlson. And you can go to johnnysmartpoint.com online. Uh, it's two N's in Johnny, Johnny Smartpoint. Uh, you can also give him a call 604-612-0080 or an old-fashioned email, john at johnnysmartpoint.com is the email address. And you talked about the good news in the market. I want to talk about that because uh, there is some good news in the Vancouver real estate market if you're a seller. Uh, but I want to talk about these numbers and, and get your take on them because they are just statistics. And and they're it's interesting. If you look at, they're kind of like uh, ratings for TV and radio. If you look at one demographic, it could be great. You look at another demographic, it, look, it could be terrible. I mean, if you look at the sales, they plunged roughly 40% since August of last year, this past August. But the prices have stayed pretty steady. Uh, the benchmark price for a detached home is just above $1.9 million, which is 8% higher than last year, but about 2% lower than July of this year. So so what's your take on these stats? Um, it's, is it what you expected? Well, yeah, I think so. I mean, in conversations I've had with a few people, you know, earlier on this month, um, you know, I kind of predicted, I said, you know, I think when the statistics for August come out, it's going to show a huge difference over last August and and a, and a big difference overall, because let's face it, we're comparing, uh, you know, when we talk about these declines and the market coming down, we're comparing to some unprecedented, crazy high markets. So let's all acknowledge that that was never going to go on forever. Um, so when we look at you know, a 40% drop, that's a pretty big drop in terms of the number of sales overall in greater Vancouver and the Fraser Valley numbers are very similar, I'm sure. Um, so that's something that I, that I did expect. Um, it's not the same market it was, and we shouldn't expect that everything is going to sell. Um, when we look at pricing numbers, you know, these are really interesting because when I've looked overall, the market, I think, what is it? Three or four months now has dropped price-wise, statistically speaking, between, two to 3% in pretty much every segment, you know, so if you've got a million dollar house each month, it's worth 20,000 or $30,000 less than it was statistically speaking the previous month. 
but I don't think that really tells the whole story because if you can imagine um, maybe uh, a year ago or a month, let, let's say a year ago when 80% of the listings on the market were selling and they came up with their sale prices and, and you know, when you get your aggregate sale price numbers, well, that's one thing. But if you're looking at 20% or less of the listings now selling and you're coming up with the numbers, you're looking at the successful sales have dropped a certain amount. But what about those other 80% of listings that haven't sold? You know, I know darn well from showing properties this summer and talking to other agents and, you know, writing offers even that, you know, from buyer's point of view with my buyers and I'm writing an offer on, a, on another listing. If it didn't go together, you know, some of these agents are calling me back now saying, hey, you know, John, are your buyers still in the market? Because, uh, you know, or when, when August is over, we're going to relist. We'll be at a better price. We're going to adjust for the market and that sort of thing. So the big, you know, like an iceberg, you see the, the, the percentage above the water, but there's a whole lot below the water. Um, in the market right now, there are listings that may have been on a month or two or three or whatever timeline, and, and they were not successful. And I think a lot of those sellers are going to be facing a situation where they're going to say to themselves, am I in a position to continue to compete on this market? Do I want to sell? And if so, what price do I have to be, you know, have in mind? What, what price do I have to be willing to look at from a buyer's point of view? Because that's been said many times before. I This is not my, uh, you know, my saying, but sellers decide whether or not they want to sell at market value, but it's the buyers who really determine the market value based on what they're willing to pay and what they're able to pay. And right now I can tell you that most buyers are not as willing to get fired up in an offer situation where they're going to throw tens of thousands of dollars over the list price just to get a property. The buyers aren't feeling that way anymore. And, and that's probably not a surprise to anybody listening. And the other thing is the ability to go out and spend large sums of money have been hindered because interest rates are up and you know, even if you're paying five or ten percent less than you would have a while ago on a purchase, your interest rate is actually making that purchase more expensive. So, we need to look at uh, you know, in terms of what's going on. Some listings are selling; a lot of them are not. And you know, recognize that buyers are cherry pickers right now to some degree. They they don't want to make a mistake and pay more than they have to. And on the other side of the balance sheet, you've got sellers who remember high prices and still want to achieve those as best as possible. And who can blame them? When I work for a seller, that's my job to help interpret the market and help people, uh, you know, navigate the market in such a way as to maximize what's there in terms of, you know, pricing. So it's an interesting time when the market is ratcheting down month after month after month, the, the, the crazy party is over. But let's all remember, we still have very strong fundamentals uh, in the real estate business here in real estate uh, in Greater Vancouver and Fraser Valley. And at some point, buyers get the confidence and they say, hey, you know, I feel like there's been an, some of the market has come off now in terms of pricing. And I feel like if I were to buy at today's prices, I'd probably be safe in the long term. And, and, you know, the closer we get to that, the more buyers start jumping into the market. And just to reiterate that that point sometimes comes very quickly, because, again, when the supply, the demand side surges again, for whatever reason it will in the in the future, in the near future, the, the supply remains somewhat constant. So we're ratcheting down a little bit. Uh, but the good news is the market is still there. And if a seller wants to meet the market, you can still sell for a price that's probably going to be higher than, you know, than you'll see for some months to come. Right. We're, we're talking to John Carlson, Johnny Smart Point. You can find him online, johnnysmartpoint.com. And we often hear from your uh, satisfied customers and they always say that they didn't feel rushed. It was not a hard sell. Like you were helping them 
buy or sell properties very often. And you weren't saying, oh, put it on the market now. Often you talked and then you waited months and months. And then you, you decided together what when a good time to go on the market is. And I know you don't want to sound like you're doing a hard sell, but it seems to me from kind of an outsider, we're going into the fall season this might be a, a good time if you're on the fence about selling a property, maybe you're downsizing. This might be a good time to jump in. Would you say that's true? Yes, I, I, it, it could be a good time. Um, you know, it's again, there's a spectrum there to think about if, you know, I think that it's good to hold on to real estate in greater Vancouver uh, and Fraser Valley areas. And, and, you know, maybe you buy at a higher market and it dips a little bit. Like when I bought my first house many years ago, uh, you know, we saw a little bit of a dip after, but we weren't going anywhere. We were going to raise some kids and all that sort of stuff. And we saw over time we held on. And I think that's always a wise move. But then on the other end of the spectrum, there are people that might be saying, hey, you know, I'm taking my my pension. I'm cashing out. I'm going to move, uh, you know, up to Prince George or a different province, maybe to be with my kids and the grandkids. And in that kind of case where you're on a shorter timeline, it may very well make sense to, you know, to 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 be on the market now and get whatever is the residual of these all-time high prices, because in my opinion, there's some more, uh, you know, more to come off the market in terms of pricing as time goes on, and we'll just have to see how things play out. But you can still get, let's say, 80, 90%, 90, whatever it might be of that peak pricing. And, you know, six months from now, that might look like a very strong price. So it depends on your timeline. It depends on how you see the market. When I meet people, as you said, I, I don't, pressure them and, and say, hey, you know, let's, you know, put a pen in their hand and say sign here. But I try to give them all the information I can with the acknowledgement that I'm not the market. I don't decide what the market does. I simply interpret the market and put all of my experience into giving good information to people so that they can be successful. So right. uh, it's one of those things, nobody knows for sure what's happening, but I think the trend is pretty clear right now that the market is coming off its all time high. If you'd like to get a hold of John Carlson, just go to johnnysmartpoint.com. You can also uh, give him a call, 604-612-0080, or send him an email, john at johnnysmartpoint.com. And just remember that uh, there's two N's in Johnny. Uh, we're talking to John Carlson. It's Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And when we come back, we're talking about some of the stats that show sales are down in the lower mainland. But I want to reiterate and maybe get a little deeper into some of the good news about the Vancouver real estate market and uh, some of the good signs of things to come. And that's when we return on Vancouver Consumer right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and we're talking to John Carlson, uh, Johnny Smartpoint, johnnysmartpoint.com, uh, with two N's in Johnny. 604-612-0080 is the phone number, and john at johnnysmartpoint.com is the email address. That's an easy one to remember, john at johnnysmartpoint.com. And we've been talking about the real estate market. The new numbers have just come out in the past few days from the Real Estate Board of Greater Vancouver, and they say home sales are down quite sharply, 40% since August of last year, 2021, but uh, almost unchanged from July. And uh, it looks like the prices are still holding steady, and uh, let's talk a little bit about 
um, some of the good news. I mean, we, we kind of went over this already, but uh, a lot of people are predicting doom and gloom, but I guess people, they, they, they sort of, they overestimate how high things are going to go and they often overestimate how low things are going to go. Yeah, I think that's true. And, and there's also the, you know, the, the fear in uncertainty and, it seemed like a while back, you know, from a seller's point of view, the only uncertainty is how much over list am I going to get? And, and that's not a scary, uh, you know, prospect. But um, buyers now are thinking, hey, where is the market going? Does it make sense for me to invest my time and money into the market right now? And so we're, we're in a completely different leverage situation. But I think, you know, if you want to talk about some of the good news of the market, uh, I guess here's one. A lot of people who have been in their homes for more than five years, let's say, have an awful lot of equity in their property. So, you know, I often talk to people who say, hey, John, you know, what do you think I can get for my property? I, I prepare an evaluation. We go through it. We, we review it together. And, you know, we kind of discuss some of the points. And, you know, at this point, I'm also learning. I'm giving my opinions, but my ears are wide open for anything I can pick up and learn and try to appreciate about any particular property or location. And, you know, in the end, eventually we come to a decision in terms of where the right list price is going to be and how we're going to how we're going to promote the listing. Um, but a lot of these people say to me, you know, John, uh, we bought our house X number of years ago that this and this. So it's really kind of all gravy and we're going to be buying again anyways. Uh, you know, we're going to maybe go to the island or maybe we'll stay in town. And uh, when you think about it, it's it's kind of a relative proposition. A lot of downsizers, for instance, will say, hey, maybe I'm only getting 90 percent of what I might have got a year ago. But um, or, or or four months ago, actually, is more like it five months ago. Um, but the place I'm going is also, you know, a lot less. Uh, for instance, I just had a client uh, and we, we handled the keys just a couple of days ago. Um, where he moved out and I worked with his family, you know, many times. Uh, Brian, I'll say hi to Brian. I don't know if he's listening, but um, his daughter ended up going up to Prince George last year and uh, she bought there because, you know, prices were just crazy down here. And for a young family with a new child and all that sort of stuff was very difficult. But Brian has been keeping his eyes open up in that market with the eye towards moving. And then what we did was we sold his place and got a long completion date. So he didn't get quite what he would have got four or five, six months ago, but he still did very, very well. And over the long completion date that we had, he got to sit there and, and see some of these outlying markets, like in this case, Prince George, prices come down and down and down. And so in the end, I mean, we had a conversation just as he handed me the keys and was loading up his truck. And he just said, you know, John, I'm so happy. I'm going to be with my daughter and her husband and our, our new, my new granddaughter. And uh, actually, financially, things worked out really, really well, because here's a little tidbit. If you're moving out of town, it's almost like, you know, the, you know, the, the ocean when the tide goes in or out. Some of these outlying areas that are further and further from the Vancouver core, they're fueled by the Vancouver market. People move to those areas uh, for affordability or these sorts of things. But when Vancouver starts to slow down as well, the tide, they really feel it in these outlying areas because there's really nothing supporting well, not nothing, but if you know what I mean, less supporting yeah. these high prices. And it, it's the it's the migration from the bigger, uh, higher priced areas. So that one of the bright spots is that if you're looking to move out of town, these other areas are are really adjusting maybe faster than probably faster than than Vancouver, because, again, when the tide comes out, they really you really feel it on the edge of the shore dries up before. You, you know what I mean? Before it further out. So. There are lots of opportunities in the market, depending on how you're looking at it. But if you want to sell, I'll tell you the one truth of the market right now. You have to understand the psychology of buyers, where they're coming from. 
and understand your leverage position in terms of negotiating so that you can still maximize, you know, the sale in the terms of sale price in this market uh, with the understanding that you're not going to get what you used to get. So there's lots of opportunities to still make moves here and there. And there's all kinds of different sellers buying or buying or I should say buyers or sellers making moves for whatever reasons are in their personal lives. So the market carries on. It's not the prime. It's not the heat. It's not the crazy over rush times anymore. But more than ever, I would say you want to know the lay of the land you're working in so that you can make good decisions because there's a lot of uncertainty out there. You want someone who understands the psychology of the buyer and the seller. And that's John Carlson. Uh, johnnysmartpoint.com is where he lives online. And you can also send him an email, john at johnnysmartpoint.com and give him a call, 604-612-0080. And uh, you are very careful to not be a, a hard sell guy. Uh, and uh, so I, I know you you feel kind of uncomfortable uh you know, trying to, you know, oh, you got to sell, you got to sell. But I'm just wondering, like from, from a sort of an outsider, a layman's perspective, it sort of seems like prices are, are definitely on the decline. There seems to be some momentum going down, but it's the prices the the number of sales is going down, but the prices are holding steady, though they are slowly eroding. So, I mean, is it, fair to say that it might be like a, a really good time if, if you if you've got to sell in the next couple of years anyway or you want to downsize or you definitely have plans to sell um, it might be a good time to hustle into this market would you say that's kind of true you know I love the way you preface that by letting people know I'm not a hard sell but then asking a salesperson if it's a good time to sell so, you know <laughs> that, that was a nice way of putting it um, well, but, it, you know, I'm a, go. it seems like a funny time. <laughs> and, you yeah. know, I, I again, I don't I, I'm fortunate. I don't um, you know, I don't need to to try to push people to act quickly. I, I work with people who are ready because I'm ready. Um, and so there's that. But, you know, I think there's a lot of evidence to suggest that uh, we had just I mean, just take a look at a price graph for any area that you live in right now. And you sort of look from last year to last August to now huge unprecedented rises and there's reasons for that and those reasons no longer exist for the most part so i think it's very uh, reasonable to think that the market has a fair ways to go on the downside in terms of prices probably for at least the next 12 months something like that so again that's not a prediction that's just my feeling so if you're one of those people who are you know at the time where you're looking at making a move today's going to be better than tomorrow in terms of your prices that's that's just you know, that's my take on it. And I, I stand by that. And we'll, every couple of weeks I'm on this program, we, we talk about it and see how these predictions are going. But yes, I think if, if you are selling the family farm and, and, you know, downsizing the, you know, other than having a time machine to go back to February of this year, the best thing you could probably do is take advantage of September, October, November, because my thoughts are come December, when people get into Christmas mode in January, when, you know, people are recovering from Christmas mode, we're going to see a new market in the spring. And if interest rates are up another point and a half, uh, if the press has been talking about a depressed market for all that time, chances are we're going to see, again, a noticeable shift downwards in pricing. So, you know, September, October, November, I think I'm going to be very busy. I've got a number of good listings coming up and I'm ready to work for my sellers. I think it is a good opportunity. Right, right. John Carlson is our guest. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. And uh, John can be contacted at johnnysmartpoint.com. That's his website. Two N's in Johnny, johnnysmartpoint.com, uh, 604-612-0080, john at johnnysmartpoint.com. 
johnnysmartpoint.com is the email address. John, it's simple, at johnnysmartpoint.com. And for someone who's sort of on the fence and thinking about it, but they're kind of uh, a little nervous about maybe getting in contact with a realtor like you, John, um, let's talk about the process um, of, of of, uh, you know, of selling a home and, and you often, uh, or we often hear from your clients who say, uh, it was quite a while before you decide they decided to sell, but between the time they started talking to you and the time they sold can often be a long time. So talk about the process of if somebody calls you and says, I'm thinking of selling my property, what's the first thing that happens? Well, that's a good question. It depends. I, you know, it's, I, I sometimes get calls, John, I'm selling my house. I've been listening to you for a long time. I've, you know, I, I, you're the guy, come out, let's get it, bring the listing documents. I want to sign the paperwork today. That kind of thing can happen. Of course, I want to be prepared enough to make that happen. So, um, you know, but more often we have people who maybe call me and say, hey, you know, I, I want to I see what you're like. Come on out and meet me. Take a look at my property. Let's talk about pricing. I don't know if I'm selling today, but it's coming. And, you know, I want to start planning this process. So that's the other side of the spectrum. I'll meet people. And there are a number of people I've worked with in the last few years where, you know, it's been a year and a half, three years. Maybe I've updated the evaluation by email half a dozen times, uh, you know, over that time. So, I, you know, again, I, I want to talk to anybody who's serious about selling and uh, for the people that hire me, I do a good job and uh, make them happy, usually happy enough to ask to come on the radio and tell everybody else about <laughs> it. So that's always nice. And, and then again, we can talk about this next show, but I typically save people money and commissions compared to most of my competition. So again, there's the smart point. I try to make it easy. Uh, so, I, you know, if, if someone calls me and we book a time to meet, that's wonderful. Sometimes people say, hey, I'm not quite ready to meet, but I'm in a condo. Could you show me all the sales in my building recently? Absolutely. I drop an email and give them all that information. And then the door of communication is open for when the time is right for that, you know, that person. And when the time is right and uh, and I'm there, if they choose me again, I do a good job for them and uh, generally make them pretty satisfied. Yeah. And you mentioned the thing, you are a 2% realtor. So people will save money. And uh, I mean, you offer uh, a, a great service. You're obviously a, a top representative for real estate uh, in the lower mainland. You have a track record that goes back 25 years. Uh, you've sold more than a thousand properties in the lower mainland. But if people go to johnnysmartpoint.com, uh, they can look at a table and you can see what you will save in terms of uh, commissions from a 2% realtor from a traditional uh, commission. Realtor. Yeah. And I want to be careful there because yeah. there are no hard and fast rules, but you know, typically most commission structures are seven and two and a half, something like that. So compared to most agents, I will save people money on commission, but again, there's no set rates and you know, people need to investigate that for themselves and see what they're comfortable with. Right. So I, I guess it's going to be a pretty busy September for you and probably for a lot of the real estate market in Vancouver. Uh, so, so John, I, I, I guess that's your prediction as we, in the 30 seconds or so that we have left. Yeah, we're going to see some life come back into the market and people that are serious are going to be out there looking at properties and they're going to want to get a deal that makes them happy. Um, so not much changes in that regard, but um, <clears throat> as the as the summer now and we're all kind of getting back to work as the summer uh, solves itself and gets through, I think it's going to be back to business and I'm looking forward to working hard these next three months. Right on. John Carlson has been our guest, Johnny Smartpoint. You can find him online, johnnysmartpoint.com. You can give him a call, 604-612-0080.
or uh, send him an email, john at johnnysmartpoint.com. That's the email address. And we will talk to you, John, uh, in a couple of weeks and uh, have a, a lovely rest of the long weekend. And when we come back on Vancouver Consumer, it's the two biggest concerts the PE has ever had. And uh, also some of the concerts that are going on this weekend. Plus, how the PE used to be the home of something called the Better Babies Contest. Kind of creepy. They don't do it anymore. That's when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong. I hope you're enjoying your Labor Day long weekend. It's traditionally the last weekend for the PNE which seems to be having a very solid year after the last two COVID-interrupted summers. One of the highlights has been the Summer Concert Series at the Outdoor PNE Amphitheater. Lots of great shows so far, and it finishes this weekend with a bang. Tonight, it's Backman Cummings, Burton Cummings and Randy Backman, two original members of the Guess Who, who I'm guessing will also perform a lot of their solo stuff. Uh, for Randy Backman, it's his stuff with Backman Turner Overdrive. Uh, tomorrow night, it's the Beach Boys. That's the Mike Love version of the Beach Boys. Brian Wilson is not part of that tour. Then on the holiday Monday at the PNE Amphitheater, it's Chaka Khan. For ticket info, etc., just go to pne.ca. And concerts have always been a big part of the PNE. Millions of acts have played during the fair. Uh, I'm not sure of that exact number. It might not be millions, but it seems like hundreds and hundreds. But by far, the biggest was Elvis and then the Beatles, who both played at Empire Stadium during the fair. One thing that is not at the p e this year, though, is the Better Babies contest. That's something they did when the fair first started in 1910. For 50 cents, which seemed like a lot of money in 1910, parents could register their babies. And then a team of doctors would look them over to determine which baby was the healthiest. Uh, I don't think this would fly now, but these kinds of baby contests were very popular at fairs across North America in the early 1900s. It even led to something that they called fitter families contests as well something they don't do anymore. Another big early attraction at the PE, how about this, was the Forum Ice Surface, which we all kind of take for granted. It was completed in 1930, but in 1930, at the time, for a brief time, it was the largest sheet of artificial ice in North America, right here at the PE. The Timber Show was introduced in 1960, and within just a few years, it became a regular feature with the log rolling, the chainsaw race, all that cool stuff. And in 1967, the promoters of the Vancouver Boat Show put an orca whale named Walter in a small pool, which he had to stay in for the entire fair, after which he was sold to the Vancouver Aquarium and renamed Scanna. If you're old enough, you might remember Scanna. Scanna was kept at the aquarium and performed there until his death in 1980. Oh, and I was mentioning the concerts, like the Beatles and Elvis. There was also a very important musical event that happened in 1995 at the PNE. A young singer was discovered at the annual PNE talent show. That singer, Michael Bublé. It all happened at the PNE. 
on now for the rest of the long weekend. I'm Martin Strong. This is Vancouver Consumer. And when we come back, it's the uh, Consumer News headlines, including a story about why the Hudson's Bay store in Metrotown is not getting along with its neighbors. That's next. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.